Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to our public podcast, Momentum Builders. I'm Brian Willett, your host. This specific episode is designed to give you insider access to experience what our private podcast sounds like. We understand it's nice to test something out before you buy it. So here's your chance to test us out before signing up for our program, Thriving Leaders University. So please enjoy this free access to get a taste of the vast library of resources that would be available to you if you sign up to be a client. So after listening, consider contacting us through our website, advisorgameplan.com. We exist to serve leaders like yourself. Enjoy. What's up? This is Brian Willett. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Advisor Game Plan. Welcome to the Thriving Leaders Podcast, our client-only private podcast. In each episode, we will take one topic from our game plan service model and dive deep into the best methods I've seen leaders execute. Then you can work with your advisor game plan coach to customize your approach to your unique situation. In your role as a leader, we believe you can change from surviving to thriving. All right, let's get to it. Episode 10 task and calendar skill set. Skills can relieve anxiety. So do you have anxiety when it comes to your tasks, calendar, and maybe even your email? I find that a lot of leaders do. I find that sometimes this survival mode is really determined because of the task, calendar, and email stress that comes with being a leader. So how do we help you move from surviving to thriving? One of the ways is the basics, the fundamentals of what can you do to build a better skill set around your tasks and calendar management system. I want you to customize to your comfort level on this topic, but sometimes it helps if you can hear what others do to gain some ideas of what you like or don't like that fits your situation. When you meet with your coach, you can customize and we can help you figure out what is best in your situation. But today, let's go through some generic coaching and some generic topics and strategies that you could use that could make it better. Specifically, I'm going to share what I do as a multi-business owner so that you can hear how someone manages many different businesses at one time when it comes to their tasks and calendar management system. That can apply to you even if you have one business or five businesses, all of it can apply because we all have limited capacity and need to be wise in the way that we handle our tasks and our calendar systems. So you might take away from this and hear things that you think, wow, that might work for me. I never thought about that. I'm going to try it. Or you might hear some takeaways where you disagree with something I do. And that's perfectly fine. I give you permission to do that because that in and of itself is helping you build conviction on the best tasks and calendar management system for you. So remember, this is a building a new habit type exercise. So I see way too many people jump out, get success for a week or two, think they've got it all figured out, and then stop doing those behaviors that they started. So guess what happens to their results? They go back into survival mode. 
if you're going to take this on, please have the perseverance to continue it to the end until this becomes your new habit. And that's going to take dedicated intention for you to do that. So let's get started. Here's how I teach my system of the calendar and task management topics. Number one, don't be Superman. So what do I mean by that? As leaders, you may struggle like I've struggled with thinking we're Superman, thinking that today I can accomplish this big, long list of 14 plus tasks with a full schedule of meetings during the day. It's not possible. We're behaving as if we think we're Superman when it comes to our tasks and calendar management system. So be realistic. Only put down for today's task what can truly be done today. Why? Because guess what? You kind of are Superman. You as a leader are handling a ton of things and accomplishing a lot of tasks and a lot of things are getting done. But you're not giving yourself credit for it because at the end of the day, you see this list of 10 things that you put down that you thought you would do that you didn't get to. So you leave deflated. You think it's a loss of a day because you didn't get all those things done. Let's change the game and let's put the three to five true tasks that you can fit in around all your meetings today. And let's get those done. And guess what? If you get those five tasks done and you have the ability to do more, you can always steal from future day tasks at any moment. Just don't be Superman where when you actually had a good day, you go home thinking it's a loss because you had unrealistic Superman expectations going into the day. Number two, you must have this definition firm in your mind before you execute whatever system it is that you're going to implement. So let's define it from my view. A task is something to be done by a certain day or deadline. A calendar event is something that needs to be done at that exact moment in time. So those are two different things. If I have to do something at three o'clock on Wednesday, that is a calendar event. It is not a task item on my list. But if I have to do something by Friday and get it to someone and it doesn't really matter exactly what time of the week I do that, then that is a task item with a deadline to it. Number three, so let's dive into the task system. Then number four, we'll go through the calendar system. Number five, we'll talk about the email system and then we'll bring it all together. Okay, so on that number three task system, pick your favorite single spot to keep tasks. I see way too many leaders that are using three different places to keep their tasks. They've got a notebook, they've got sticky notes, they've got a technology system. It's all across the board. And the challenge that they're running into, the reason they're in survival mode is because they're now not only having to focus in on the task at hand in this moment, but they're having to try to remember and connect the dots between three different locations of tasks to make sure they're actually working on the right priority at that moment. So I encourage you to pick the technology that you're most comfortable with. My personal favorite at this moment in 2022 is Asana, but I may change in the future. In the past, I've used the same system I run today in Outlook and on Google Tasks, but there's also iPhone Tasks. There's other technology that's gonna come along in the future. 
And maybe one you need to consider is your CRM, your client relationship management system. If you're a financial advisor, that might be something like Wealthbox. If you're in one of our other industries, you can talk with your coach and specifically identify a CRM system or just in general, identify the best place for you to put all of your tasks with what falls in the definition of a task. Couple things to look out for. Ideally, where you keep tasks, you will be able to assign each task to a project or label them or tag them to a project that they apply to so that you can stay better organized and understand what you're trying to do in each different goal or project out there that you're working on. Ideally, you would also have a way to prioritize your list in this technology. So how do you know the priorities of today? I have three things I'm going to do, and this is the order I'm going to do them when I have time to work on them. And then ideally, on the last part, you would have a separate place that would show you here is today's tasks. These, again, are the three to five things I need to do today around my time-blocked meetings. And here is my comprehensive full list of all-time tasks as a separate place. Why? Because when I go throughout the day and talking and coaching with many leaders, where we get stressed is our all-time task list is really, really long. Those things pile up on us and you take a vacation or whatever else, those lists get really, really long. And I don't know anyone that looks at those long task lists and doesn't get some anxiety and some stress and go into survival mode in those moments. But if we can have a separate place that pulls out like Asana does, just today's tasks. Then I don't have to go through my day looking and stressing over this big long list that I can't do anything about today anyway, other than focusing on today's priorities, today's tasks. And so it brings a focus of during my day, I am just looking at today's tasks. I am not looking at my big, long, forever list. Hopefully that helps. So let's switch to calendar systems now. Again, pick your favorite single spot to keep your calendar. Don't have a paper version, an online version, a next version, etc. It just creates confusion and it wastes brain power to try to connect all the dots. So I pick technology and I use Google Calendar because that's what our email system is built off of. And I think it's a really good calendar system for work. But again, I've used Outlook, which is spectacular and does a great job. There's Apple Calendar on your Mac computer if you use Mac. There's other technology out there when it comes to calendars. So pick what you're comfortable with. The question is, does it sync with your phone? Could you use a scheduling app with it to make your life easier when people can see the availability to schedule meetings with you? If you want to write out your calendar still, I'm not saying you can't. If that works for you, go ahead and do it. Just make that your single system. I think there's some weaknesses to it, but you can get around those weaknesses and find solutions if that is your ideal way to keep your calendar. The next step after you've chosen the single spot and gotten set up from a technology standpoint is to time block your ideal week. Truly sit down and say, What does my ideal week look like if I get to pick what I do in every moment of the week and draft it out? You can draft out things if you get hung up with like, this is when I would like to do meetings during these times of the day throughout the week. So again, 
draft out your ideal week. If you got to pick, what would an ideal week look like for you? Put that in. Next step is then I would encourage you to say, you do get to pick what your week looks like. Start to make changes, start to communicate to the people that need to be communicated to, to build in closer and closer to what your ideal week should look like into the real life of your calendar. Don't get held back from, well, I already do things a different way. That's just my ideal week. You may not be able to jump there all at once, but start to make progress and communicate and reschedule with who you need to do that with to get back on track to your ideal week. And reserve time for those things that you want to do so that you don't run out of time. I hear from leaders all the time, man, I wish I could get to this project or, oh, I didn't get to this for you. But when we review their system, when it comes to their calendar, they are maybe only putting those things on their task list, but they're never reserving time to dedicate to the things that matter most to them. So if it matters to you, if you want it to be done this week, then fill in the gaps of time and reserve time to do those things that you want to do that you know will drive your business forward, that you know will shift your life from being in survival mode to thriving mode. Just do it. And so part of that is before a week starts, if you seem to always get overwhelmed, block in that free space with the things you want to do so that others can't come and steal that time from you and distract you from the things that matter most. Now let's go to your email inbox. So I call this our 4D time. And what I mean by that is I'm going to block out two to three times a day. I personally am on two. I know a number of people that do three of my 4D time. I'm going to tell you what 4D time is here in a second. But for right now, let's just say it's 30 minute blocks. For me, it's at 830 in the morning until nine. And then it's from 430 at night until five. That's my two 4D times every single day blocked out. Now, does that mean I can do it exactly at that moment every single day? No, maybe a meeting pops up that I have to and I can't control starts at 830. Then I'm going to drag and drop and move on my calendar that 4D time to a different time that day to make sure that I don't miss it. Okay, it's that valuable to me. During that 4D time, I'm going to go to my email inbox and I'm going to do one of the 4Ds and I only have 30 minutes to do it. Every email I come across, I'm either going to... 4D, meaning do it, delete it, delegate it, or date stamp it. So I'll say that one more time. Do it, delete it, delegate it, meaning give it to someone else, assign it to someone else to do, and then get it out of my inbox because I'm done with it. Or date stamp it, which the last one, date stamp it, would mean that I'm creating a task out of it or a calendar event if it's time sensitive to be done at a single moment. And that way I know that that email will get accomplished at the right time. So when I'm going through that, the do it, when would I choose to do it? Well, I have 30 minutes, so I'm not gonna spend 15 minutes on each email replying to it or doing the task that's within that email because I don't have time for that during my 4D time. That would be a date stamp it kind of moment. So if I can do this email or whatever's associated with it in one minute or less, then I go ahead and do it. If it's going to take longer than that, then I date stamp it or delegate it. Delete it is, man, if it doesn't apply and it's not relevant, don't let it just hang around. Get rid of it. 
Delegate it again is give it to someone else. So you're rolling through your email and getting, many of you have heard the term a zero inbox. I am literally getting to a zero inbox twice a day by doing my 4D time. And you could do it three times a day and mix one in there around the lunch hour or whatever. By doing that, then what I'm doing is not getting distracted by looking at my email in between my 4D time. I try to avoid looking at my email and now I'm focused in on my calendar and task list on the priorities that matter to execute. Now, depending on your role, you may have to adjust some of that system, but that's how I do it. And that's how I teach executive leaders to think about how to make their day a thriving day, focused on the right priorities and not distracted by email. Now, one time a week, I have a time reserved for 30 minutes, which is what I call my week in review. And so what I'm doing is I'm reviewing how my calendar tasks and email systems worked for this week for about 15 minutes. And then I'm forecasting and looking into next week for the next 15 minutes around what challenges might I face? Do I have anybody double booked on my calendar? Am I lacking time that needs to be scheduled in? Again, this is a time for me to grab those empty spots and fill them in with the things I want to do so that other people don't take them away from the things that are not as important. And so it's my chance to review and plan the next week. Think how powerful that could be for you. Now, again, everyone's going to have their different style and different way of doing these things. I've shared with you top level how I get through it and how I manage multiple businesses at once, multiple leaders on my team and associate all those tasks, all those calendar invites, all of the calendar system itself and all the emails that come through the 200 plus per day emails that flow through. This is how I manage that system. And I've been doing it for years, so I have a habit on it. When I first started, I had to work through a lot of trial and error to get comfortable with it. And then I had to build in a system that I could create a habit out of, that I could repeat over and over again and be efficient with my time. But the most important part is actually be able to focus my time on the things that matter versus getting dragged into all the things that really aren't as high priority. So the last part as a reminder is you have to be dedicated if you're going to go in and change your system around your task, calendar, or email systems. Make sure you're dedicated to it, you're willing to put in the work it takes to build that habit, and you're going to give it everything you have to build a habit, which means it's going to take longer than just changing your behavior over the next couple weeks. For more resources on the content we talked about today, head on over to advisorgameplan.com and click on the client login button at the top of the page. If you have questions, please contact your advisor game plan coach. And to keep access to this database of timeless podcast topics, feel free to subscribe to Thriving Leaders on your podcast app of choice since you have exclusive client access. Let's choose to be thriving leaders. See ya.